0: Thank <laughs> you. About the things people love to hate and hate to love And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt
1: And it worked, Shelby You poo-pooed it But the Halloween costume sag After strike down Really, (laughs) it really helped And the strike is done now Mostly because of the Halloween costumes (laughs) Yeah We didn't see those Barbie costumes And The Warner Brothers was like, ah, you got me (laughs) They were like you called my Shoot, <laughs> we were gonna sell so many Barbie wigs and we didn't sell oh, any.
0: Darn you actors.
1: <laughs>
0: Can't and now the actors aren't on strike
1: anymore, so
0: Yeah, good news or bad news. I don't know. Uh waits to be seen, but I'm happy they got a good deal by the sound. Yes. Kit. Finally Not everyone's pleased with everything, but it seems like a point was made, a line was drawn. And I applaud any and all unions. Um, yes, we so love a union. Yeah, <laughs> <We> <laughs> thank love... you to those leaders for pulling that off. And I, I'm not sure what other strikes are on, strikes are ongoing, um, but that was the big one relevant to us.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I do think that some of the other guilds are coming up at various points, but it sort of feels yeah. like now that SAG and the WGA sort of have their, uh terms yeah it put in place that it'll be easier for the other guilds to just kind of get stuff that's similar because i don't think anybody wants anything shut down again you know yeah (laughs) Yeah. the cinematographers guild is up they're not there we don't need another shutdown
0: yeah i mean it's just unfortunate that you know it, it feels sort of like a letdown that the first things being promoted are like Wonka, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> um, it's like, wow,
0: a hundred day uh, protest, and now we get to hear more about this. Like, it's like, mm, where's Dune when you needed it?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess color purple's coming. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which hasn't really, and Bradley Cooper's out there already for Maestro. What <laughs> we really needed was a Lady Gaga movie. I mean, that's always <laughs> the solution, but you know, we desperately, desperately mm. needed Lady Gaga to have. Been in, I don't know what's coming out now that, that she was in Wonka, you know, playing yeah, uh, totally. Veruca Salt, and <laughs> you know that she would have just had such great stuff to say. She would have.
0: It could be a hundred execs in the room, but there's only one who signs the. Psych- I lived <laughs> in a
1: room with a hundred squirrels for months in preparation. Yeah, I need to get into the psyche of it. Yeah, or she, the goose geese. I, I guess it depends know. on which version you're discussing. Um, yeah. But yeah, the strike is over. They're back promoting things. Stuff is being shot again. Um, nothing else theoretically will be getting bumped because of it, which is nice. Uh, TV is back in the swing of things. So yeah. good times. Well, you know, I,
0: this is re- this is reminding me of something that came up this week. So <laughs> you're welcome. Um, mean Girls. <laughs> the musical. Oh, yes. The movie. Trailer drops. It's like they had a teaser a few weeks ago and then the full trailer dropped. And we can talk a little bit about about that. But one of the things that stood out to me is like, why are we pretending this isn't a musical? Like what? Where's the music? Like why aren't we? Yeah. Why aren't we showing the music? Like are they scared of a musical? Because same with the Wonka trailer. There's... At least in the ones I've seen, and I feel like I've seen 700 iterations of this damned trailer, there's no music. But they've said, yeah, but, like, oh, yeah, there's, like, four original songs coming out.
1: I mean, the Wonka one, I guess I can see more so because it's not, like, an established musical. And, like, yes, there are songs in it, but, like, maybe, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I've, I think with that movie, I mean, there's a lot Wonka's going. I Wonka's
0: literally a musical. And the original is a musical.
1: Wonka is a. What do you mean?
0: Isn't there a Broadway guess, musical about Wonka?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's like, what music this is has based always off. Been of.
0: associated with Won- Willy Wonka, and that's why right. Music but I, in this one,
1: right, but but also it's like I feel like they have other things to get to in the trailer okay, as yeah, to yeah, explaining sure. like why, <laughs> like what the movie's about, like the plot, whatever. This like I, mean I can that. sort of see them not putting the songs Neither? in it. Yeah, <laughs> but. But with Mean Girls, the musical, it's like, oh, the difference between this Mean Girls and the other Mean Girls is that this Mean Girls is a musical. And it's it's not like the music is new because it has been on Broadway. Like, I've seen it. I know the songs. So it is a little bit odd that they are not, that there's none of them in the trailer. I know.
0: Especially when you or have, or if you Renee think about Rapp, something like,
1: like in the Heights or whatever, you know, it's like the whole trailer. With I guess there's no I guess there's only music really in In the Heights, but I know. Um, but is
0: it like? Do you think it's because people are scared of musicals? Because I feel like there's been a general t- trend back towards accepting musicals. Like, I mean, I guess Dear Evan Hansen didn't well, do well, but like everyone's <coughs> excited for Wicked. Everyone went and saw the Greatest Showman. Like, I feel like there's the greatest showman in like energy.
1: 2016 or whatever that came out um <laughs> it's 2018. the okay. the uh i i feel like that, that there must it must just be season. for like cutting purposes of the trailer that it's like easier to do it if they don't put the music in or something because yeah, i, I like it is a musical there's no way that they're going that they're like trying to trick people trick into people. going to see it thinking that it's not a musical when it's like you know, there's 20 songs in it. It's not like, yeah. oh, there's a couple songs that we're trying to work around. Like, the whole yeah. thing is music. But but also maybe they're working more on the nostalgia factor. So they're trying to like do more of show some of the like shot for shot recreations or whatever of the iconic scenes. And well, if they're doing the music, that, I don't they're know.
0: doing it in the wrong way because their tagline is not your mother's mean girls. And the millennial women had a lot to say about that, screaming, crying, throwing up. They're like, wait, I don't I don't have a child. Why are we pretending that I'm not this (laughs) the core uh, audience here? Like, what do you mean? I have a teenager who wants to see this now. Um, Did you feel aged by that tagline?
1: I guess I I I didn't see that tagline. But what year did the original Mean Girls come out? Like 2004.
0: Mm, I don't know, probably like let's say 06 at least.
1: Let me look at the original Mean Girls.
0: But I was like a tw- teen and I don't have a teenager.
1: <laughs> mean Girls came out in 2004. So, like, oh if you, gosh. like, I mean, we saw them as kids, but like, let's say you were 18 when Mean Girls okay. came out in 2004. It's now like almost 20 years later You're a corporate so apologist. you would be that's what i'm hearing here <laughs> so you would be what 38 so yeah. i guess it's sort of unlikely that you'd have a teenager at that age <laughs> um but it's not like crazy to think about
0: <laughs> well and
1: if you saw that movie as a 25 year old you could definitely have but I think the now. point
0: is that the people who are most excited for this movie aren't necessarily a new generation of people. It's it's the classics. It's the nostalgia factor. And to throw us under the bus like that, oh my gosh.
1: I mean, millennials are just getting thrown under the bus and we and you're going to have to get used <laughs> to it. Is is <laughs> basically what's happening you know this happens yeah, to every yeah. generation but it's not like we're going to get be getting cooler at any point like we're just <laughs> going to get more lame and i feel like you like me like i live in new york you live in la like yes you have a kid but you know like you're sort of chic hip mom now Cute. but there are lots of people who are millennials who you know at this point are 34 and have three kids and live in iowa and you know are are watching the voice or whatever you know so it's oh not,
0: my gosh like there's All different the levels listeners but, I think, be like but i like insulted but i think the there insults. are
1: well also we're at the younger end of millennials <laughs> i think in some ways like there are millennials who are You're getting like 40 You're now <laughs> No, I'm, I'm saying that millennials have to get yeah, used to yeah. being uncool yeah. because yeah. it's not like we're going to be as a general, like you as an individual, right. sh- do whatever yeah. the heck you want. But us as a generation are not like, there's not a resurgence coming for us, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Gen right. Z fair. is where it's at right now. And then, you know, in another really 10, intense. 15 years, Gen Z will be lame.
0: Oh, wait, Gen Alpha. Yeah, Gen yeah, Gen Alpha. In alpha, yeah,
1: okay, is coming, but they're <laughs> still what up. in like they're in like elementary school now.
0: I don't know, I couldn't tell you because <laughs> I'm such a millennial. I'm basically a boomer. Born,
1: I think Gen Alpha people are born, you know, like 2015 and after, like that kind of demographic. So I think that they're still like it's 2010, 2010. So. <laughs> okay, so you. they are there so they're be thirteen. First in
0: line for Mean Girls. Oh, they yeah. could.
1: It's PG-13. They, they could. could go.
0: And they'll be like, wait, is this a musical? Is this my mom?
1: <laughs> is that my mom on screen? Is that my mom? I've heard Who of this ancient this relic. What is
0: Tina Fey? Why is she here? Uh, are you excited for it? Are you a Mean Girls stan?
1: Yeah. Well,
0: okay. I feel like I'm
1: actually less of a stan of Mean Girls the movie and more of a stan of Mean Girls the musical, if that's Aww. not a weird thing she- to say. Because I, because I didn't, I don't have a, I don't have like, yes, I watched the, I've seen the movie, but it wasn't a movie that I watched a lot growing up or that I yeah. saw. Like, I don't think we were allowed to watch it, so I don't think I saw it until maybe college um so like obviously i know the references i've seen it a couple times it is a very good like funny movie but i don't think i have the same attachment to it that some other people do but i really did like the musical and i like a lot of the music in it and i listen to it fairly regularly so i'm excited for the musical yes revenge party such a good song
0: yeah
1: (laughs) no Um, i stupid 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 with love Smart with math, stupid with love, a great song. A great (laughs) song. My name is Regina George, a great song. My name is is Regina George. I
0: I feel like I miss the boat. I mean, like, it's not like I hate it or I'm like, how can people like this? It's more that I just like, it's just one of those ones that I feel like I didn't attach myself to, you know? I was more more of a clueless girl, more of a. Love um, clueless. Uh. Dang it. What were all the musical? What were Big all the Pat movies liar. that <laughs> Ariana, oh, Ariana Grande referenced in her Thank You Next Music video? Oh, uh, Legally Blonde. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Legally Blonde fan. Big Legally Blonde fan. And then I think she did Bring the It nope. On, which was okay. Oh, yeah.
1: No, but no, Oh, yeah. Bring It On. And That's also a musical that Lin-Manuel wrote, oddly enough.
0: Bring It On is now a
1: musical. Bring It On the musical was on Broadway, and that is the first musical that Lin Manuel wrote.
0: Oh shoot! (laughs) They have an
1: original cast recording, or did it
0: really perform super well?
1: Yeah, no, I think it did well.
0: How come he doesn't bring it up? How come I thought In the Heights was his musical?
1: It's it's like he didn't. I like In the Heights was the first one that like he created, but I think he wrote the music for Bring It On. It was
0: like a partnership thing.
1: Because obviously you okay. didn't come up with the plot for Bring It On. It was a movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm going to look that up for sure. I feel like there's been a lot of Lin-Manuel um, dragging recently, and I want to see where it all began. Um, Bring It On. Bring It On The
1: Musical thing. is a musical with cool. music by Tom Kitt and Lin-Manuel Miranda.
0: Okay. Lyrics by it's... Amanda
1: Green and Miranda, and the book is written by Jeff Whitty.
0: Oh, so he didn't even write the lyrics.
1: No, he did some of, yeah, but he had partners for both the music and the lyric, and he didn't oh, write yeah, the okay. book, which is like right, the right, stuff right. in between the yeah. lyrics.
0: You know what? This reminds me. <laughs> this reminds me. Um, have you seen the trailer for Wish, the new Disney musical? It was nominated for Best uh, Musical.
1: At the, um, yes, I have seen the trailer. I have not seen the movie. I got invited to a press. Cr- the press screening <laughs> I got invited to might have been tonight. But oh I'm not there. Well,
0: it looks bad. And I feel like I can sit with this for a, a long time, like really talk about it. And there's the the downward spiral of musical writing in Disney where it used to be so reliable and so interesting and so like thoughtful and multi layered, And now it's just like, what are we doing here? Is chat GTP in, t- in charge of this? You know, it's like, I don't think you're trying anymore. Like that's how I feel. When Wait, have we
1: we know the songs from that?
0: There They've is released them a, or there's a clip or there's that's a been snippet floating around. I don't oh, know if okay. it's the full song. I saw enough and I hated myself. And that's saying a lot because it's it's Chris it's Chris um Pine. See, I've already forgotten his name. Chris it's Pratt. just like he's
1: being demoted. Chris
0: No, the best Chris. Chris Pine. Chris Pine Chris, sings. Yeah, it. yeah, Chris I said Pine's that the that's villain. what I said first.
1: Chris Pine's a, no, Oh, it's said the villain Pratt. song.
0: Yeah, it's a villain song. And he has a line where he's like, I don't, you don't even, I don't charge you rent and you don't even pay rent or something ridiculous where it's like, you just said the same thing twice. You sound bad. This is not good. And I'm mad. Like, I'm mad because, because I feel like villain songs have gotten bad when they used to be like, honestly freaking powerful like well I we can never like Notre Dame but like that stuff is dark and like poor unfortunate souls like that is a sucker punch of but what about I'm a
1: scuttlebutt you're a scuttlebutt scuttlebutt <laughs> yeah, but but exactly. scuttle scuttlebutt but scuttle
0: exactly I'm just like this is not I cannot show my child this This, this is wide right.
1: uncharted waters this is
0: not art right, as Martin Scorsese would say this is barely music but I'm sure I'll have to see it.
1: I mean, I feel like w- this is a whole nother topic, which we can get <laughs> into in probably our Thursday episode um, where we're discussing the Marvels. But Disney has really been screwing the pooch yeah. over and over and over again between the their original uh, content, Pixar, the live-action remake, Star Wars, Marvel. Yeah. Like, they have just not been delivering quality content i feel like in a lot of different ways or when they have good stuff they don't know how to market it well and then they put all of their effort marketing stuff that's terrible it's just Mm, 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 it's mm. yeah it's been wild but wish i feel Mm. like has not gotten it looks dumb it, it, it hasn't got that much attention. And mm-hmm. after Elemental was so bad earlier this year, <laughs> the Pixar entry, it's sort of like yeah. the animated race at the Oscars. I mean, obviously, Across the Spider-Verse is going to win anyways, but it's like Disney is Disney, looking Disney, real rough, Disney. and people are like, well, I guess we could vote for the... Uh, chicken run nugget escape or whatever <laughs> is going to be on netflix like the ninja turtle movie this summer was apparently yeah. better you know there's a duck
0: uh, movie coming out oh yeah
1: migrations. migrations
0: it's is it's penny old enough to go to these famous, yet right yeah i actually she was like i want to watch the duck movie and i was like there is no duck movie and i googled it and then i that's how i found out about migrations. so
1: <laughs> wait how did she find out about it just, uh, I, be I don't getting know, her on the podcast. some
0: subliminal messaging happening through the baby-verse, I guess. Wow. She just felt it in the air. She's like, there's a duck movie. It's coming.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I have no plans on seeing it, but it's, let me know.
0: But it's directed by someone good, right? I was like, whoa, I that's mean, a weird I, name. I, I
1: don't, don't know. know. Let me Anyways, look. Martin matter. Scorsese. No. Yeah. Migration <laughs> movie. Okay, let's investigate this. It's directed by Benjamin Renner. Who's that? I'm a French director. I don't recognize any of these movies.
0: Okay, Um,
1: I don't know. Oh wait, it was written by Mike White.
0: Oh, okay, okay, that's right. That's it from White Lotus. That's 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 the
1: (laughs) (laughs) the, that. I hope it's just
0: White Lotus as ducks. That's what I need as a Featuring of a the voices
1: of Kumail Nanjiani, Elizabeth Banks, Aquafina, Keegan Michael Key, oh David gosh, Mitchell, Aquafina. Carol Kane, and Danny DeVito.
0: <sighs> wow. Okay. Maybe I'm less excited. I don't know. Hard to say. Um, should we <laughs> talk about the other uh, uh, marketing uh, attempts that have been gaining steam this last week? Uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, they're apparently spending the holidays together or whatever. I saw that.
0: Yeah, no, they're on the move. Um, So she was in uh, Argentina for her starting her new leg of the Eras tour. And, uh, you know, the whole rumor mill was that Travis Kelsey would be visiting to see that show. And he wasn't there the first night. And then the second night she did a couple things. Number one, he was there. Okay, fine. He was having a good time. Happy for him. I understand the feeling. He was in a tent with her, her dad. Um, you know, in the in the
1: that feels not tent. that crazy. And to no me. one else
0: was really there. It was just them, really, because you know it's international, whatever. Um, but she changed the closing song lyric from Karma, which is usually Karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me. Oh yeah. And she changed it to Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. And everyone was sort of torn on this. Most, I mean, most Swifties were like, oh, my gosh, it's a rom-com. Oh, my gosh, she's so happy. Oh, my gosh, they're in love. And that's like a fair reading, right? Like they're secretly knows,
1: like, pregnant, like, pregnant is what I heard. They're, they're They've had a couple kids. They're engaged.
0: Yeah. He has found his breeder and it's working out for them both. Um and then she continued to blow up the internet by uh, running into his arms at the end of the show and giving him a big old smooch right on the mouth. Um, and I don't know uh, if this...
1: This was on stage?
0: It was like, you know, she was, goes off she stage, went into the, tent? the lights come on, and then she's like, she has to get from out of the stage to the back of the stadium. And so you see her for a split for like five seconds, right? It's a quick walk. And she'll, like, wave to the fans usually and, like, you know. Oh, wait. So she knows
1: that people are seeing her at this point. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then he was there and she ran into his arms. Well, that's what I'm, like, I'm, like, okay. I'm not, like, over here being, like, this is a fake relationship. I do think it's benefiting them both. And I think that this part reeks of PR because it's, like, he didn't have to be standing right there. You know what I mean? Okay.
1: Give me, let me give you a theory. Okay. Uh, so Taylor Swift in the reputation era, famously like she's off the path. She's not doing publicity. She's hiding. Then like the pandemic happens, but like folklore and stuff. She's like in a cabin somewhere with Joelle when we like never see them together. It's all very like sort of hush hush. We barely ever see her. Yeah. They and then. And I mean then like okay yes now she's on tour so she's out and about more for that and she has had this string of albums that she's been releasing and promoting and whatever Um, but we also it's like Every other day, she's out to dinner with somebody. She's mm-hmm. she's doing all of this, like, um, pap walks. Like, she, like mm-hmm. the paparazzi has definitely been tipped off to, like, where she's going, what she's mm-hmm. doing. She's getting mm-hmm. photographed. She goes to all of these football games with her boyfriend where, like, she also knows that she's going to be on camera. She went to that award show where she's going to be on camera. Um, Like, do we think it's possible that a lot of this is still related to joe Alwyn, like (laughs) that she was in this relationship with him for so long it ended she wants to like show him that she's out and about and living her best life and so she's like purposefully being more seen to sort of like send a message to him do we think that's possible
0: i mean anything's possible i think yeah i think it's it's that's where I get stuck is this sort of parasocial, like everyone's like reading into her every move. And it's like, well, when she was with Joe being quiet, you thought that was the most romantic thing because all they had was each other. They didn't even need the publicity. And they were just so in love. And it's like, oh, my gosh, she ran to him in the Miss Americana documentary. And it was so sweet seeing them kiss and hug. And then, like, as this happened, it's like, oh, my gosh, Joe was the worst. He wasn't even having fun at the one concert he went to. Travis Kelsey has now been to more shows than he ever did. And you could tell that she liked kissing him more than Joe. And it's like, we just don't know. And I feel like I don't see this necessarily as, like, a revenge, like, relationship or, like, you know, stick it to the man. I do think there's something fun about getting to be able to have a new relationship and rub it in people's faces, both after Joe and after Maddie Healy. Um, I'm sure there's just a level of validation there that tickles a part of Taylor's brain. Um, but I also think it is, you know, it, it benefits them both. I mean, Travis Kelsey financially, like he has <laughs> huge numbers now. Um, she really put him on the map. And also for her, like, you know, there's been a lot of push for her to speak out on against Israel there's been a lot of push for her and Beyonce to stop to promise to stop screening their films in Israel Um, and so do I think it's necessarily like cause and effect sort of PR where it's like oh if I do this then this I think it's more an easy good headline for her and him and so why not lean into it but I don't know
1: hmm Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, I just felt
0: full body tr- cringes when she changed the lyric personally. A lot of people loved it. It worked for a lot of people. But it just felt like too much. Like it was like, you know, her dad and him were like ready for it. Like clearly, I mean, maybe it was like a playful thing between them where she's like, I'm going to do this. And he's like, I bet you won't. Like that sort of thing. Whatever. We don't know. But it was like they were ready for it. He was like sp- you know the being filmed and like I don't know all of it just feels a little bit like look at us we're in love and that might just be because they're two really dorky people who can't help but be like that (laughs) or it might be a
1: I mean, uh, I feel like the whole thing is like for lots of headlines. And then yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, I mean, because every, she's a marketing genius. Like, that's what she yeah. does. Like, yeah. she doesn't, she's not doing things without thinking about them. So if she knew that changing that lyric would get a lot of attention. So it's kind of like, why yeah. do that? Is it to sell more records? Is it to get good headlines to steer clear of other things? Is it to send a message to, you know, people in from her past that she's, doing great better than ever um yeah. that she's you know so happy now like what exactly is it unclear but yeah. yeah i feel like it's more interesting to me that okay she's changing lyrics and songs not to say that this relationship won't last forever but it's like when she dates the next person then is she also gonna start like change you know what i mean <laughs> like like then does she go back to that and also like she's gonna perform this song you know 100 be more fair, times she only on did tour. it the one
0: night he was there. She... The following night she didn't keep the same lyric. It was clearly that tongue and cheeks or Joe. So she, like went, back to, uh, so she
1: yeah. went back to the Joe all yeah, in one.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Hmm. I mean well, just yeah. <laughs> Something but to consider. Yeah, no,
0: it's uh, yeah. Uh, that's what that's what's been uh, going on in Taylor Swift's world.
1: Well, then the other the thing that happened to Taylor Swift that I feel like we we have to touch on briefly was the Grammy nominations came out this week. Oh, and yeah. we are always talking about how the Grammys are stupid and <laughs> that like lord knows what's going on in the minds of the voters um i think that people generally thought that this year's nominees felt more in touch than they Mm. had in years past and you know to be determined who the winners are um but I, I looking at the nominees was like, oh, I don't think I've been listening to any albums that came out this year. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I think everything that I've been listening to this year was actually an album that came out last year. I was like, Renaissance, <laughs> uh, no, not yeah, not, not eligible. Um, but Taylor Swift did get some nominations. Uh, you know, Billie Eilish, the Barbie soundtrack got a bunch. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Um, uh what's their what's Do they the... have albums
0: or just like you're talking like singles and best songs?
1: I mean some of both, I guess. Like My, I Miley don't... Cyrus had an album. Taylor oh, Swift did. had an Yeah, the one with flowers on it where she's like hanging from the oh, um yeah, yeah 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 from the bar? You're right. That's right. got Sza, got some nominations, the Barbie album, you know, like as a whole. I think yeah. Midnight's got nominated, or if yeah, it didn't, yeah. at least like some of her songs. I only did. saw Olivia
0: Rodrigo and Taylor. I really wasn't paying attention to the Grammys this year. It
1: or was not. lots of girls, though, and it was lots of like younger, hipper albums. Women. It wasn't a lot of you know like Paul Simony kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> That's good. I'm happy for them.
1: But okay, you did no research. I know. I didn't. I
0: didn't even. Think about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't even look up what Taylor was nominated for. That's just how that's just because I know it's a scam. Like it's just a joke. I just am above it. I'm like, I mean I'm it is
1: just way. a joke. <laughs> and it'll probably Taylor's will win more Grammys and everybody will be, you know Ah, oh, she's the winning She'll be there with Travis ever. Kelsey
0: pregnant and glowy.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <sighs> Karma is was- the Grammy coming home with me, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Speech Um, rights itself.
0: I know, I know. It's so easy. Do you have
1: anything else?
0: No, those were the highlights for me personally.
1: Okay. Shall we discuss love it or hate it then? Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. Do you want to go first? What do you have?
0: Okay, okay, okay. I'll go. I'll go because you don't care about it, but it's important for me to voice. Um, Oh, gosh. Selling Sunset.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh my word. Selling Sunset season. It's like season 15, even though it's only been on a month and a half total.
0: Or maybe eight, but I think it's seven. Uh, But it has not been
1: on that long, that many years. There's like three three seasons a year.
0: 1.5 a year. So it's like there's they do two in a calendar year and then they have a year break usually and then they come back. So it's kind of weird. I don't know. It is what it is. The point is, I enjoy it, and um, this season was messy. Um, You know, for people who who have watched it, they'll appreciate this more. My my take on it, but I'll try to I'll try to lure you into. So, Chriselle, obviously the main star at this point, the villain of the first five seasons is gone. Christine, you know, the hot wed to a billionaire uh, person. So they're trying to (laughs) come up with a new villain. Yeah, and there's a lot of new characters. Um, they, I think this season really just proves that if you want to be a TV villain, you really have to have charisma. Like, you have to be sharp, you have to be quick, you have to be someone that, even as the world hates you or thinks you're a shitster or whatever, they're still. Impressed by your ability to get a zinger in or to stir up an interesting fight, you know you watch you watch Real Housewives. I'm sure it's true there too.
1: Yeah, you definitely have to have a certain like. I think in order to be a really good villain, you have to be really witty and have good sort of biting one liners and confessions.
0: Yeah, and they do not have that here. It is basically three of the women just like fighting for relevancy by making up shit and usually you know everything's a little falsified like whatever sure stir the drama but it's like Rochelle has realized she's above this show because she is like she's the biggest star from it she is getting the most deals from it she doesn't need them and that has fueled her in a way that I find so compelling. She is so charismatic. And even as she's quote unquote meaner this season, like really just dragging these girls, it's because they need put in their place. And they try to corner her into being the bad guy. And she's like, what are you even saying? Like literally one of the best scenes was they're having this big dinner as they do. And drama is being stirred as it is. And the girl, the woman who like causes the most drama and has the least fun, just a total stick up her rear. Uh, Nicole, she's like, um, I you apologized, but I don't, I don't believe it. You weren't, you weren't specific enough. And so Crucial's like, okay, and then she repeats all the mean things she had said, and then Nicole's like, no, don't say it again. And it was so funny. And then the peacekeeper was like, I don't think she means it. Like it was said in the moment, and she's like. I meant it. I'm just sorry I said it. <laughs> iconic. Iconic behavior. Really great. Um, the, the, like, reunion episode is this week, so supposedly more, you know, more drama to come. But I really think they need to pull back on targeting Chriselle because she's, like, five seconds away from just quitting the show altogether. And then, <laughs> then they'd have no one compelling to watch because they're all such messes. And well, the I uh, the details. only
1: thing I've seen of it is the clip where the woman like calls the guy during lunch, and then he's like, oh, "Can yeah. I can I leave? Like, I don't I don't want to be on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, do I need to be so here for this?" Useless. And then Chriselle like sort of browbeats the other woman uh, on pronoun <laughs> yeah. usage. I was like, uh, "This is this is excellent." Yeah,
0: no, it it is it is excellent, and yeah, just. Like, I think Chrishell is surprised by how stupid everyone is around her. And so she'll just make these faces where it's like, why am I, what's happening here? And so you really feel like you're on her side as the audience member. And she was definitely more, like, soft-spoken and, like, kind of, you know, fake nice or just, like, really polished in the first few seasons where she was trying to keep the peace. And now she's realized that these people just aren't serving her. She's, she's drawing boundaries she's calling out fakeness and it's like yes quaint so why
1: why don't they bring back the the other villain
0: well where's she what's she up to I don't know because right around 2020 she left the show and was like I'm starting my own agency we're going to sell houses exclusively through Bitcoin and I don't think that went well
1: (laughs) Uh oh
0: so I don't know what she's doing now I don't follow her really but um I mean her husband's a billionaire so she's fine financially.
1: I have a lot of bitcoin so maybe I should oh, uh, reach yeah, out you can, and, you, can get you, know,
0: a, you can get a mansion in the hills, you know. Perfect. She's waiting. Perfect. For
1: you. <laughs> you guys can stay in my guest house.
0: Yeah, perfect. Um but no, she I she was toxic like she was I think you know not to diagnose people. But I wouldn't be surprised if a diagnose was Possible, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: You think maybe she had alopecia, or <laughs> yeah, something you was know, happening, something like that. that maybe okay, not healthy gotcha. for everyone. Gotcha. But okay. Interesting.
0: What? What? What do you have this week?
1: Um, I have the new horror film Dream Scenario that's out. This is the new Nicolas Cage movie. Um, I saw horror? this a while back. It kind of, y- yes, sort that's of.
0: Interesting.
1: It, I, I, it's. Ari Aster is one of the producers on it and it sort of is oh. a, his energy kind of a movie. Um I it I guess it's also a comedy. It's so I enjoyed it so much and I feel like Nicolas Cage is great in it. The basic premise is that like just large swaths of the population start having dreams that have Nicolas Cage's character who's you know, he's playing like a sort of a doofy like professor at college. Um in them, And so it's just, you know, regular dreams and Nicolas Cage's character just happens to be like in the dream. And so he becomes sort of this like overnight internet meme because all of these people are dreaming about him. And he, you know, thinks he's cool and he's hip and that you know, everybody likes him and he's this celebrity when he never has had like, you know, positive attention in his life before. Um, And so it's really kind of funny to watch him navigate that. And then just as he's sort of getting big for his britches, all of these dreams that people have start being nightmares where his character is like murdering everybody in these just insane ways so then nobody wants to see him nobody wants to do anything with him everybody's mm-hmm. terrified of him because they have these dreams every night where he's murdering them um and it's I, I don't know it's such a weird movie but it's so funny and it's a it's a great i think commentary on like the overnight sort of like tiktok viral meme celebrity and sort of what that life cycle is like um and what's her name? Julianne Nicholson, who is, was in mayor of East town and has been in a bunch of stuff. She plays his wife and she's really funny. It also has the girl from, um, from, uh, Unbe- Un- unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, the daughter, um, is in it. Xanthippe. Mm-hmm. And she's really great. So yeah, it, it's just like a very, it is kind of, I guess maybe it's not like horror, horror, but it's, it's definitely like dark comedy, and there is some like grisly kind of scenes, but <laughs> Nicolas Cage is just amazing in it, and I definitely recommend.
0: Yeah, no, I had seen trailers that looked fun and like interesting.
1: Yeah now I have to figure out
0: if it's scary
1: I mean I guess it's not like scary scary it's just you're watching these dream sequences where it is like you know he's murdering somebody or (laughs) hitting him with a car or you know like that kind of a thing Um, so it's not like jump scare kind of energy
0: you you liked it more than pig I guess
1: yeah I think I liked it more than pig (laughs) I would say
0: good Well, uh, I'll give it a try. I will.
1: Probably. Okay. It's also not that long, I don't think. Like, maybe 90 minutes or so. Um, And speaking of of not long, (laughs) on Thursday, we'll be discussing the shortest MCU movie of all time, uh, The Marvels, which is the sequel to Captain Marvel, and a bunch of other things, obviously, because it's the MCU. Um, So, we shall be discussing that and breaking that down. Um, So, thanks for listening to this, and we'll see you guys on Thursday. Bye. Bye.